those we're in the electricians podcast we're going to hit the ground running now no hats no trainers welcome to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) right so today we're talking about uh specializing um in the industry there's lots of different things we can do as electricians um and it's probably the best way of having a great career is specializing in something uh, and that's how you make the most money but before we do that this show is apparently brought to you by verso electricianspod.shop is down at the moment we have issues but go to verso electrical.co.uk and check out the beautiful range of verso fuse boards switches sockets and spurs um there's some really good stuff on there they make the best stuff out there if you're new to the show go and check it out if you're not new to the show wait till next week and come and buy it oh, from my shop you know josh has already took your money at us he's got money that he's kid fucking he's got so money. Money. i haven't even logged in yet his mum's gonna come down and ask us all for that one day um just in case anyone's wondering as well for visual viewers sam hasn't got a top gear style filter on his camera it's just steaming up because he's so hot um, uh, it just keeps doing it. I don't know why. Jamie, Chevron Arnoux. My sponsor is Chevron Arnoux. They are the premium manufacturer, allegedly. <laughs> really, they actually are of test gear for uh, analysing your electricity, whether it's single or free phase, or monitoring the energy that you're using, as well as numerous other things, multimeters, testers, calibrators that I'll be featuring soon, all that jazz. All I ask is that if you're going to buy some test gear, you check them out first and give them a ring and see if they do what you want. And if they do do what you want, give them a crack, yeah? My promise to you is you'll get the same service that I get, which is excellent. Obviously, you won't get it free like I do for the purposes of borrowing it to test it, but... If they do do, if they do do... What you get, you won't be disappointed with, I assure you. That's my... I've done my my due diligence on them, and they're really good lads and ladies up there. So, yeah, check them out, give them a shout, tell them we sent you, um, but don't mention our name to any other suppliers, I'll take the fuck off. Thank you very much. Yes, so before we get on uh, to the news, we do have Stephen French in the house. He is oh, aka nice. the Water Sparky. How are you doing, my man? Oh, good boys, you. Um, well, I've had better starts to the show. I'm not going to lie. Um, however, we do have to crack on with the news, and then we'll get into your story in a minute. We can, yeah. I'm not doing nothing until Josh Jr. took some for eight hundred quid in. <laughs> no, not really. I'm just joking. Stop chucking money in your nutcase. Honestly, I think he's got problems. Number one, this is sent by Liberato, who's a member of our news group. Sam's just gone now for audio viewers, yeah? Um, this, this, is, this is news because we'd like to hear about it if anyone's done it, yeah? This is an S- SPD that's gone up. So anyone that's, not an, anyone that's not a visual viewer, sorry, audio viewers, it's a picture there. So it's the same picture, that is, of the same SPD. The left-hand side, you can see it fitting the board. Wow. And to me, in those windows, it still looks green. I haven't zoomed in, but just looking at that, it still looks green or, or it's just very, very black. No, it looks very, very black. You know. But we're Definitely. talking here, if you're an audio viewer, you can see the back of the board's black. This isn't contained within itself. It's, it's popped out. So I don't know. My thought here is this could either be the, the SPD doing its job or the SPD could have just gone tits up. I, I, I don't know which one it is, genuinely. But it's made a um, right old mess. Oh, it looks like it's... It look, eh? I've never seen something like that. The, the ones we fit and replace, I've never seen them go in that style. That does look like it's had a big a big load chuck for it. It looks... Like I Jamie's wish, mum. I'd be interested. I mean, I don't know if Fusebuckle... I don't know if this can be going back to Fusebuckle and they'll tell you what's going on, but... <laughs> your mum jokes this early. Come on. This is the news. It's meant to be professional. That, to me, looks like it's suffered a dead short inside at quite a high short circuit current because the amount of black that's there, it's... It's jizzed all over the uh, back of the board, and it's. Don't say that, though. Like I can say funny things that won't get us banned. You're saying dumb shit that will get us banned. Jizzed is a real word for spreading things around, isn't it? It's just the the carbon out. That burning though looks where the pins sit in the plug, so it does look like it's had a load rattle through it. It doesn't look like you're going to be using. Like Jamie's mum. (laughs) (laughs) This is a professional bit. But yeah, um, you meant to be able to unplug this one, but that one won't be because it's it's absolutely charcoal. The main incoming device next to it. If you're an audio viewer, check it out. Try and put it on the Facebook group. But yeah, has anyone else had an SPD go like that? Has anyone had an expert these even going? Are you I've never even, even seen one go. Out? To be honest, I just thought you press a button and they reset. That's how dumb I am. Honestly, the the news was um, if you're going to fit them, you need to tell your customer to check them. 
at a regular interval because without them being checked, I mean, if that has done its job, if that has stopped a surge, it ain't going to stop another one. So just like get yourself some future work, take customers to check them. But then again, what are they going to do? Check the smoke alarms that are seen using the surge protection device all in one go. But uh, yeah, has anyone else seen one go like that? I have never seen one go like that. I've never seen one go. Um, there's no test you can do for an SPD either, is there? They're a no. firework. They go once. They're, they basically destroy themselves. So what are they? Throw away, are they? So there's yeah. no reset or nothing. So if anyone doesn't know, they... I can't... Is it Thyrist? Is it never? I can't fucking remember. I'll tell you who would know. Uh, Mikey, residual current. Have you seen his latest video on uh, on MCBs? No, please don't spoil it for me. I'm saving it for later. No, he's done a little short t telling you exactly what an MCB is. And honestly, it might as well be the greatest short of all time. The greatest like, filmmaker that ever lived. No, but honestly, the the way he describes it and tells you exactly what it is, do you know what I mean? He's fantastic, he is. These videos are the best. No, it's good about it as well. They're short and to the point. But yeah, if anyone's had one go like that, if anyone's seen one go like that, if anyone's not telling their customer to be aware of these things, yeah, this SPD is crazy new world for us all, isn't it? Who knows? I got no experience on them. Well, I've got no experience on them. I wouldn't. I don't. I, to be honest with you, I've got no business being an electrician. <laughs> well, and on that bombshell, <laughs> thanks for listening. But yeah, if you are fitting them, tell your customer because it's future work for you. It make it gives them the warm and fuzzies inside. If that does go and then doesn't go because it's already gone, you'll look like a dickhead. So yeah, it's something that should be encouraged people to check. I know Nick Bundy put out a video this week about a. Uh, Dodging neutrals and stuff in the ground. So it's all going off with this kind of stuff. It's oh, diverted neutral current. I had one of them the other week. I told this story already, though. Well, we can't do that again. But yeah, SPDs, keep an eye on them. But yeah, um, that's the first one I've seen go. First in indication I've seen the one go. So yeah, it's just a little bit of a more, uh, more of a public service announcement than that. Full story, bro. Thank you. Right, I'm going to keep an eye on the chat for this one. Because this is, this is big news. Also... Quite diversive, and it's thinking. Might I think it might be one of them where I changed my right? Doncaster Cables have brought out a cable, twin earth cable, that has got a sleeved earth. I don't know why this hasn't been a thing for forever. Well, let me just let me let me just tell you what I know. Everything I know here is from the Ethics video, which I suggest you go and watch because it's very informative. Yeah, Link in the show notes. Look at that, it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, it's a really good video actually because they've got Doncaster's technical guy on got a lot of time with Doncaster Cables right they've got their, his te their technical guy on and he's telling you the facts about it yeah I did email Doncaster Cables who got back to me I, I didn't I Instagram them I said they've got a press release for it they're like no I was like and I thought honestly Doncaster Cables yeah don't start flogging your new shit on eFix without having a press release ready because when someone like us brings a press for it and you can't give it us it looks a bit bollocks yeah because you think you'd have one but what the facts are is, it's got a sleeved earth... It's the conductor, the earth conductor, it's not insulated, it's identified. There is no requirement to put sleeving on it, and the cable is the same overall thickness in its entirety as the standard twin earth, which means they've had to make some changes to the polymers and PVCs used within it, so it's not any thicker, but some room's been made for that insulation. Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah, that's really cool. I think it's fantastic. As long as it's not £8 more drum, it's, it's decent, isn't it? Uh, actually, in the EFIX video, it says their guarantee is it's the same price. So I... I Punk, do you know what? Then they will completely take over the market because I don't want to be carrying around... There's nothing worse than you fit in a socket... And I don't know, you're at the top of a block of flats and you've forgotten the sleeving in the car. And you look at that bit of tape, that bit of earth tape that you've got rattling around in your toolbox and you're like, shall I, shall I? Mm. That's just takes that, like, that's a no brainer. I honestly don't understand why this hasn't been a thing before. Can I, can I tell you why? Can I just, I don't want to be that guy, but that's my job. Right? He's yeah, be that it guy. is. First of all, Doncaster Cables, yeah. They're the only people innovating cables, fact, right? I actually yeah. know of a cable manufacturer. Cable, so, yeah, I'm not knocking Doncaster anyway, but I'm just here to offer my um, devil's advocate type thing, yeah? <clears throat> it's the same physical size. They've changed the properties of the cables. So when I write my test sheet, do I write PVC or do I write something that's like PVC? I'm guessing no, you a, don't. I'm guessing it'll have its own BS number. I know they've gone through basic approval, yeah? They, they, they sort of admit in the video, to be fair to them, it's, it's hard to be devil's advocate here, they admit in the video it's very, very thin. The 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 the, the identifier, it's not an insulator, that's what they say, is very, very thin. 
However, it is there, and as long as it doesn't snag or get torn or ripped, you don't need to sleeve it, is what they say. I, yeah, that's brilliant. Is, it's good, but the only the only problem I can see is how the new cable acts. What do you mean? It's cable. It ain't going to act well, no, no but different, you know, you know, Well, it's not going to come with an attitude, is hang it? Hang on a minute. Anyone, anyone, in the co- <laughs> anyone in the comments, you fucking dick, anyone in the comments that's installed low smoke and fume cable would strongly disagree with you because low smoke and fume cable is an absolute nightmare to install. It, oh, yeah, the, it does different things. So, I, it, it, Bruv, I, it's not that they probably haven't changed it that much. Well, man. no, they claim they, you, they have. They claim they have their own words. So, yeah, it, I'm, I'm dying to get my hands on some, but not like but hold on. of it. Toolbox talk with... for electricians. Ben says Ireland and Europe use this already. Yes, but because they have a normal insulator on it, i.e., the same thickness as the almost same thickness as the, the core, it's loads thicker. So, it w- if they did that, it wouldn't work with existing clips. Oh, okay. So Irish cable. This one of the Irish lads will come on. So there's a couple in the chat. Um, like what's his name? Who, who was smuggling butter across the border at Christmas? He will tell you their their cable clips are different. They're bigger to cater for it. So what Doncaster try to do is make sure that everything that's around for Twin Earth already, cable clamps, grips on downlights, all that shit is compatible with it because it's the same overall outside physical size. That's use the, the brains. Source. They have used the brains. I think that's fantastic. It is. It is a great idea. There's no. There's no, there's no downside to that. What the only are... downside is for me, it's stripping it for the scrappy. There's more to strip. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> the problem for me. Yeah, but you ain't stripping two five, are you? Like the apprentices, though. <laughs> no, I see. <laughs> the, the one I ain't thing is two five. What I wouldn't. The only thing I can see happening is is old says now start buying the Irish cable, which is, I think has got a BS number, and selling that, and just selling bigger clips. Because it seems to me like Doncaster have, they've got... But if it's no more money, bruv, then why would they? Why would they sell anything else? Doncaster Cable's got it wrapped up now. If if that doesn't cost any more money, there's no downside to it. If If you're a wholesaler, there is no reason not to sell that. And there's no, no reason for an electrician to buy the other stuff. I mean, time will tell, but what I'm saying is, is Doncaster done the typical stuff we do in Britain. I'm not knocking this. You know, like our railways built Victorian times, and they're all wibbly wobbly and wavy and move around fields and shit. Yeah. Whereas modern rails go in a straight line. Well, they've took the like, let's make, let's make the wibbly wobbly tracks faster rather than go, let's, let's HS2 it because they've had to cater for a clip. Does that make sense? They've but maybe it's not just a clip they're catering for. Maybe no, it's, it's not. Other- yeah, maybe listen. It's a fantastic product. Don't cost no more money. Uh, it means you don't have to ponce about a sleeving, and, and across a across a job, that's just going to make it more efficient. It's mm. easier. It's, it's just, mate. That is a winner. That could be what way goes were to connectors yeah, for cable. Good, good point. I've just had to try and give it some negatives. Not mean to get the conversation going. But one I thing can't I think say, of any. Well, I'm trying, but the one thing I will say is, it all boils down to how it pulls off a drum and how it acts on the floor. That's all it's down oh, to. And how by it pulls the way, a hole. By the way, Irish stuff isn't approved in the UK. I, but I, I did know that. I was just telling you. That's all. Oh, not, not David Sage put the chair or anything like that. David uh, who? Yeah, I never heard of him. The one thing I will say is, obviously, <laughs> this is big news for Doncaster. It's going to be a big seller. No doubt about it. I've, I've heard it's sold out in a lot of branches. That I saw on LinkedIn a branch said it's all sold out. But someone's going to have to compete. They're not really, someone's got to bring out something <coughs> that competes with it. So I don't know how they're oh, going to do that. Do you know what? Someone's just made a really good comment. CEF are going to charge more because they're dicks. <laughs> I wonder if CEF got the trophies. I, no, I just opened up an account with CEF. You did? Yeah. Well, you're going to get bummed. Like you're, <laughs> when you're going there, they'll, they'll tap it in the computer and go, Whoa, yeah, yeah, it will. Yeah. Undoubtedly, though, on the, my final comment is, no one else is innovating like Doncaster Cable. No, they're doing they're doing a lot of good stuff. They are very like it's almost like they're um they're like a passionate little um you know like these little uh art, like these little I don't know like a knife making place in in someone's garage like they're just <laughs> sort of really taking that sort of like artisan method of doing stuff mm. and like this um specialists they're really what they're doing is fantastic for the industry they're really trying hard to make solutions they've for got, the industry and in, i love it they've got in-house r&d and testing so i was put in the comments spark put doncaster to expensive yeah you get what you pay for 
Someone's cut your corner somewhere. Like, if you get a load of cable from Doncaster, I'm not saying that. I know this happened, yeah? If you get some cable from Doncaster where it won't pull apart and you ring them, they're going to deal with that for you because they, I think they take that quite personally. They do, 100%. I've, I've, I've had that experience. I've had that. They are bob on. They'll be like, right, they go yeah, to the sorry. Meter. We've cocked they it. They to the meter. Or yeah. the chalk's wrong or something like that. And they, they, they'll, you'll get that service, yeah? <laughs> if you want a big job pulling in 50,000 metres of cable on a big industrial job and your, your arm goes tits up, you need to speak to a, a, a UK manufacturer you can trust. Whereas if you've been and bought it from one of the many Turkish manufacturers, you might not get the same level of support from your officer. So that, that's I'm what I'm telling you now, the fact that, I don't know, how much is a dr drummer cable at the moment? 70 quid for two five, something like that? 76 pounds, something like that? Clue. Not going to clue. So say it's 70 quid for Harisman or whatever, right? And then Doncaster are charging 80 quid. I think I still go Doncaster cable, but like because I, I ain't paying it, the customers paying it. And every interaction, every interaction I've had with Doncaster over the years has been more than positive. I don't think they like the podcast too much, but I don't I care. Can't like, get, I can't get the fuck of the eight man. What I'm saying is, every interaction with everyone's been great, right? So last like every, <laughs> when I was working at college, and a wrangler says, "Can you send me a load of cable?" Do you know what we did? Send me a load of fucking cable. So if they think the podcast, if they think we're an absolute pair of pricks, I'm still saying. Every interaction with Doncaster has been good, and it continues to be so. Yeah, um, let's see where this goes. I reckon. Yeah, I, I do think I do think they're doing great things in the industry, and this is just this is reflective of it because it's fantastic. I think that's a fantastic idea. And if they get all the free advertising, sends the drums. I just want to drag it out of the car park and see how it pulls off, like Sam's mum. <laughs> ah, that. But they're can I say so something though? I wouldn't be using. I don't use them things. Them. Um, I can't think tonight, but you know the uh, the jacks. I, I just drag it. I, one thing about a twin nerve drum, I've done a bit of that some time. Yeah, I ain't got, I ain't getting no jacks out. I want to drag the drum around, let the drum bounce around. If you're, no, if you know your how you fall off. This is how I know you're dumb. There is something from Superod. What's it called? Cable mate. Things. And they screw on, and they turn that like you can repair a broken drum with them. The whole, or you can just put it on, and it pulls off so much easier. Um, just like your mum. Then, um, <laughs> then the the jacks so much I, better than I, jacks. I want a drum to be able to take hundred meters being knocked around. To be honest, that's one of my requirements for cable. Oh, Maybe I'll invent a drum. The Jamie drum can get knocked around a bit like Sam's mum. Nah. <laughs> that segue. Right then, this is a bit technical one. I've I've included this because one, I know Sam will be very confused about it, and we'll get Definitely. to explain it to him so everyone knows what it means. And two, it's a great one for customers. To tell customers, it gives you this will give you a really good way of looking like you know what you're doing. Has anyone heard of Economy Seven or Economy Ten in, in yeah. the old days? So at mm -hmm. night, from Sam's got a knife out for audio viewers. I think is it the is it the C64 pixel laid one or? Oh, it's it's a it's, it's a, a butter knife. Well, it's a butter knife. Le no, legal it's reasons. It's a Damascus steel custom knife. You divs. I don't know what's going on for this new stuff. Yeah, if um. Economy 7 was a cheap bit of electricity overnight. You can still get it. Some people are still on it on traditional metering. So at 12 o'clock or thereabouts, you go on to low rate, which is usually about half the price, maybe more, maybe less. And then at about half six-ish, you come off it and you go back onto a normal day rate, yeah? Because obviously power stations can't just slow down at night. This can be done by a few methods, but one of them on traditional metering, not smart metering. One of them was timers, which are unreliable because they've run out. The other one... It's what they call telemetry. That's the Sam. That's the that's the sending of signals via radio or telephone. You know what telemetry means, man? Just check in. Just check in. And one of the ways that it was via radio teleswitches. So they'd send a signal out at the on time, staggered, and send an on signal in the morning. That was traditionally sent as a what they call a carrier, which is a hidden signal on BBC Radio Four Long Wave. Now, what people will realise is, listening. if you listen to BBC Radio 4 Longwave is, it's shut down. It doesn't exist anymore. They are, however, keeping the tower, which is what this news article is about, they're going to turn it off in March this year, which means every person in the UK has got a radio teleswitch, which is the black box you see next to a metre, that would stop working, which means at night they pay. They will pay from next March when they extend it till full price for their electricity all the time. So if you have a customer, remember a customer, remember doing a test where they've got a radio teleswitch fitted, 
You need to let them know. Otherwise, they how do you know they've got a radio tele switch? I just said. So at the meter, you'll have the intake head, you'll have the meter, and you'll have another black box. They're about the size of like half a shoebox, and they've got very little on them. I've it's never seen one. It will sound it radio tele switch. They usually, um, I think, I think. Well, if you've got felt, a smart meter, shut the fuck up. Well, <laughs> fucking yeah, but that's not. You can't sell to your customer, can you, dickhead? I do believe John from Faultless put a picture up of one, and I'll ask him to put up on his Instagram again tomorrow. He put a picture up of one the other day. They look like half a black, half a shoebox are just all plain black. And they make pictures. a racket as well when they start. They the go for, for doink, and they switch yeah. to neutral. Turn anything now, switch to neutral. And uh, yeah, if you got a customer, especially old customers that got them, if they don't get them changed out for smart meters, they're going to start getting absolutely hammered. For the and you don't want a smart stuff. meter because it's got five G, which alters your DNA. Well, I don't know if that's true. My smart meter does not. I must kill all humans. No, not really. <laughs> so yeah, good no, but- luck, good customers that. Just quickly, Jamie, you know about this dumb stuff. Does 5G alter your DNA, yes or no? Do you want the technical answer? <laughs> no. I, I want a clean answer. Right. There's a spectrum of radio frequencies that exist from light all the way through to radio, very high frequency radio for, to meet with satellite share. And all of those frequencies from light to the highest frequency radio already exist and are already being used. 5G is just a brand name for a frequency that's been used for years. That's it's as simple as that. So like, it's not new. It's been around for yonks. You, well, you can have a smart meter and not get COVID. So at one end of a light spectrum, there is light that will kill you. I think there's radiation at one end that will kill you. There's light that will kill you, and there's radio waves that will kill you. They all exist. Don't get me wrong. There's light, radio, and radiation that will kill you. Yeah. However, five G does not work under those bands. So like, don't <laughs> worry about it. So go and get a smart meter. Don't have a telemetry Ooh. telemetric box or some nonsense, bruv. Like it's not nineteen twenty-eight. And that, you can buy your own bandwidth if you want, if you've got enough money. Yeah. Buy you your, own your, thing. Ho- your own signal. Do what you want with it. Electrician's yeah. podcast bandwidth. So yeah. I'll, I'll just tell you I'm just gonna have an open discussion on like just a science thing. This I'll don't just do yeah. If you did have a radio teleswitch and you could somehow record that long wave frequency signal as it was sent out for the last time on and off and you left your teleswitch in, you could transmit that off signal locally and your signal would come on. People have been done for this. It's called spoofing. It's got a name and it, it, it exists in all sorts of things. But yeah, you could. And if they don't, if your signal, say when they turned it on to low level for the last time, you covered your radio telescope in tinfoil and created a Faraday cage around it. It never received the off signal. And again, people have been done for that. Yeah, it's but broad, you could but... you could turn it you could turn it back on and because they're not using it anymore, it never get turned off again. Yeah, that's what I mean. You cover it in tinfoil right. and put it in Faraday cage. I'm yeah. gonna Google where I can get one of them from. Well, it, it it is fraud, but you could just say they didn't get the last signal, couldn't you? Because they never send the on one again. What I would have thought what they'd probably do is on the last day, they'll send the on signal on about five thousand times so they get away with it. But um People have been known to like cover teleswitches in tinfoil and stuff to hide it. I think that's amazing. I do like that. That is a good bit of... Do you know what? Sometimes you do come out with some good news. A lot of the time it's just scraping a barrel, but lately you've brought out some, some fire. <laughs> people are sending it in No, well. do you know what, um, Steve? A lot of the news that we do, like we either um, rob it's it from bollocks. Efix. <laughs> yeah. It from- yeah. Robert from Professional Electrician, but a lot of it's just scraping about. It's like, just, that's a joke. We don't, that interesting. we don't rob from Professional Electrician because there's no fucking news in it. Well, they're a month behind, aren't they? So you, you're screwed for the news. No, we, it... we nick it from the advertorials. Advertorials. <laughs> Hi, do you need some pans and a non-stick like that? <laughs> but yeah, that is the news. That concludes the news tonight. So yeah, thank you very much. There's some, well, that's the wrong logo. Just some things for making you look clever in front of your customers there, really. Hopefully that'll help you. Yeah, that, do you know what? That is one of the things that like some customers would be like, wow. And I then some customers would be like, listen, mate, just change your light bulb. Where I shut up. I guarantee these people, I guarantee these, these smart meter people that come out to fit your smart meter, and they look at the television and have a clue what they are. But if you know, I, black I had a customer yesterday, that. right? He decided that he knew how to do electrics and then he uh, tried to wire up his light. So, you know, obviously you've got the, the feed in, feed out, and there's a switch line. And, uh, he balls it up and he's been trying to do it for two months by watching <laughs> watching YouTube videos and 
reading books and stuff like that anyway i went around and i'd done it like because obviously you do it quickly because you know and i tried to talk him through but his ego was off the charts anyway his wife comes down you couldn't even do that he's been here 15 minutes he's done it uh, and, and now he's got and now he's charging 15 quid and then she walks around and he goes oh you've got pain she goes how much is it I'm like well it's 50 quid isn't it I thought I was going to say, there's a, you met a customer and he's, he's, he's been trying to fix his electrics by watching the electrical YouTube and all he's managed to do is buy a Unilight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she asked me about 10 times how much it was. And, and I'm like, listen, the price ain't going down. In the end, I had to stand there because she was going to transfer it. Oh, I'll transfer it in a minute. I was like, oh, yeah, it's cash or, or transfer upon completion. I'm afraid a lot of customers i won't do that but when someone's put, putting it on you like that you just got to sort of hold your ground yeah don't stand down has anyone seen that really good video that's doing the rounds on instagram it's a guy going customers to avoid and they're like going oh it's only a five minute job my husband's a builder and all this and all these little like one lines that your customers come up with it you know they just Mate, everyone says it's only a, it's only a little job it's only a little job <laughs> they take you five minutes is that is that the box Courtesy of Dan at DMH as well, by the way, for you lovely viewers of this Is that thing. it? There you go. Oh, to put it up, there you go. Dan's just sent me that from DMH. Um, I need to put that a bit bigger. Hang on. Let me hide that one. I've never seen one, then. So there Not you go. Gone. So there's the intake head, and next to it there, that's a, that's a radio tele-switch. The, uh, they're all the ones I've seen look like that. So that, that's, that's a radio cool, tele-switch. So, yeah, if you get one of them. Also, if anyone gets one, pulls one out, I'd like one from my Museum of... Electrical oddities. Thank you very much. That is that is something very cool to have. Yeah, I'm in. And obviously, um, don't, don't call it tinfoil. Right, so we're done with the news and on to the next bit. So listen, Stephen French, just no, sitting man. there like Hathor Bjornsson. Uh, someone did say that you look like the mountain from uh, Game of Thrones. But listen, you're sitting there all like Hathor. Julian um, Assange, I thought. Huh? That was nice. Julian Assange look. <laughs> oh, <laughs> When he's locked in for a while. Why have you got to just come in and ponce it up while I'm trying to get through and you that, come out with the most random thing? Don't look like Julian Assange. That's literally what I do. That's my job on this podcast. Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'll read the chat for a minute. I'll read the so, chat for a minute. Jamie's got you on because he's always talking about you and I do believe that you two... But what I need to know is... <laughs> <laughs> what I need to know is um, what it is you actually do. You're a special electrician... You've gone off and you specialise in something. Tell me what it is. Ah, so I am just like any other spark. The difference is I just work for the water industry. So I just electrically contract across the UK for the various water companies. And are um, you um, PAYE, a self-employed? Yes. Yeah, I am PAYE. It's quite a it's quite a hard industry to sort of go it alone, if that makes sense, mm. with frameworks and stuff like that. So Regulation. you really are working for companies in our industry. And so, are you um, a proper electrician? Have you done a apprenticeship? Have you got a gold card? Have you yeah, done I it have. the right way? So, yeah, I actually started uh, my apprenticeship sort of doing domestic commercial work um, for a local. Proper um, spark. Proper sparking. And then I, um, by luck, or I don't know if it was luck or judgment, I fell into working for an actual water company directly, which is where I learned the skills and the, what I needed to know. Uh, got the knowledge and then went into the contracting world where I could earn the money. So when, so you've obviously gone into, in, into it because it's a specialist area. Mm -hmm. And I know when you're looking around for work as just a basic bitch electrician, as a subby electrician, you're looking around and when you see something like water, it is significantly more money. Is that the case? Is that why you switched over into it? Or was it just for the love of knowledge? It is for the knowledge for me, really. It's if I'm not learning, I'm not having fun in the job, if that makes sense. Mm. The money is really good. It is good as a contractor. If you work directly in the water industry for the water companies, it's an average pay. Yes. Um, but once you get into the contracting world, like any other sector, the money does increase. But with that comes the responsibility and you do need the knowledge. So you are expected to, to work. And there's right. a, you have to have a special course to go on it and all that, don't you? And then you have to have, do you not? Do you not have to Mass have like a, a a water pass or something? I'm so sure you need them. Um, if so, if you're working with wastewater, there is there's not much you need to in ticket wise. If you work work with clean, wholesome, what we call wholesome water, drinking water, you need a hygiene water card. That's but it. That's, 
that's just a half a day course that is just uh do's and don'ts of what you can and can't do follow the the legal legislation sorry of it and you're away so there isn't a lot that you need to get into the water industry if you want to work in the water industry so what um what part of the country are you based in so i'm based um cambridgeshire or cambridge oh right next to that uh house bashing company that will not be mentioned Uh, yeah i've never heard of them oh okay sweet you drinking whiskey tonight mate yeah sorry am i allowed on a sunday night i used to do it all the time i have to drive home now so i can't it's done Uh, um so what do you think so what drew you to the war industry what has got your what has got your um what has really taken your fancy about that industry so the war it all happened by chance i was uh, an industrial sparky for a local company we did quite big projects um Food factory around this area, it's a lot of food yeah. industry. Mm. So we did a lot of that sort of work, commercial work, prisons, um, anything agricultural work as well. I got to the point where I was supervising and I, I, I was looking for the next challenge. And by chance, this is when job adverts were in the paper still, and there was what? this role for an electrician for Anglia Water. And I was like, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Let's just see. There, I'll get a job because. Part of me, I didn't understand what they would want. Um, ended up going for the interview, getting the job. And then I got introduced to this world of the water industry where it was anything from controls, instrumentation, pumps, generators. That, yeah. Just you name it, it was there. A lot of control philosophy, HMIs, PLC work. Um, and then have a lot of jennies, don't they? And a lot of remotes. A lot of standby generators. Really interesting. They were one of the first industries really to get into the renewables, solar, because mm. a lot of renewable companies hit these water companies because they had a lot of spare land, a lot of open spaces. Water companies are also looking to save money um, and operating costs. So they, they were one of the first really in the UK to start laying acres and acres of solar. So for me, when I... Um I worked on generators for about a year and it was so fantastic because one of the things that I loved about it was that you was in one point. So you you could plot up, you can mm-hmm. work with the generators, you can do all the um, so like float switches, all the controls and all that sort of stuff. I loved all that. Um, I really enjoyed all that sort of stuff. Everything's got to be millimetre perfect because it's safety critical and all that sort of stuff. Is it the same in the water industry? I, do you get to plot up on a site for a week, do an installation, get your get your bench out and all that sort of stuff? Or is it a lot of just jobbing around, almost maintenance? It it, it all depends on the jobs. Um, you can have contracts where you could be there for two years doing a, uh, an extension to, a, uh, say, sewage treatment works or a water treatment plan. That could be a two-year project. You could have day work. You could have, um, I don't know, say like a four-hour job just to replace something. Or I do a lot of um, verifications of flow applications. So I've specialised into the water industry, but then I've specialised within the water industry into like flow and instrumentation and regulatory instruments and stuff like that. So a lot of that work could be sort of an hour. So you could have three or four of them jobs in a day. You check it, make sure it's all legally reading correctly for the the EA the environment agency or you could get given a installation job where you could be there for a week two weeks and like say you can set your site up and do what you need to do so have you ever done the subcontracting side or are you just sweet doing what you're doing like getting paid the big bucks for sort of swooning around in your van <laughs> yeah I, I i've always thought about it but again it, it, in the war industry there is the opportunity to subcontract but you you need to make sure you have the right equipment. A lot of it, we can do confined space work. So you're expected mm. to have all that equipment. Yeah. There is the calibration of that every six months for just for lifting, um, just for man riding equipment. So there is a lot of outlay if you're a subby. So where the pay, uh, you know, on the books, the pay way, it, it kind of is better. I yeah, do I know a lot of yeah. subcontractors that work in the water industry and they do make it pay. But I think you need to get, with a company that has got the regular work and you know you need to really forge them relationships is there a lot of um is there a lot of atex there is a lot of atex, lot of ATEX. So the wastewater that's, a great, that's a great qualification to have as well and, and obviously yeah. swart as well i'm guessing everything's got a standard entity you've got to work to because obviously remote sites they don't want to be going back there do they? they get them to quite high last bastion of our standards some of the uh, um, infrastructure companies 
yeah. gets done so, properly, it gets left in the middle of nowhere till it basically falls to bits. Pretty much, yeah. It is. It's it's quite high standard work. Obviously, we adhere to the BSM six seven one, but then you have something called Wines, which is the water industry mechanical electrical standards. So that is taking it to the next level. Um, so that is, and then you have the custom specifications on the top of that. And then you will get into the realms of ATEX on top of that. So there is a lot of standards we work to, um, which theoretically, if I went to a, a water site in Brighton and then travelled to one in Newcastle, theoretically, the installation should be the same because we've all followed the the, the mm. water industry standard, if that Where makes sense. Where's the ATEX coming from? Why is it explosive? Is that because of chlorine? No, it's on the waste. It's the gas. It's the HS2. Right, it's, it's all the buildup of the gas. A lot of that they use to regenerate power as well. They burn the gas. But there is a lot of explosive atmospheres in wastewater. Oh, so clean is not much ATEX on clean. But there is a bit, yeah, with certain gases and that. But ATEX is mainly on wastewater. Now, for anyone who doesn't know ATEX is, uh, by the way, ATEX is explo um, electrical installations for explosive environments. Yeah. For some reason, um, it's French. I worked like so. I worked on a project where they'd done a lot of ATEX, so I got to have a bit of a sneak peek at it. But myself, I've never worked on it. There is um, there's ATEX glands, boxes, all kinds oh, of stuff as well, isn't get, there? I've done the ATEX course. Uh, I, I did the ATEX course so I could go and work with people that did ATEX because you basically have to do the course, and then you like anything, you go and really learn it when you work with people that do it. But I didn't get any work after I did the course. It's hard man probably one of the you need to know you done. need to know your stuff as well yeah you need to know you have to if you get an ATEX done it'll have a massive code in it you have to be able to read it and understand what it does and it's it is it can get quite quite fucking carnage to be honest it's uh, right. but it's well worth doing if you fancy tickling your brain and you want to get into some generation use it a lot water and obviously the gas board use it it's a real mm -hmm. niche thing to have on your CV if you want so, to put yourself for a two grand course give ATEX a bash this is something that's quite that I've sort of been coming back to a lot recently is just if you are a commercial industrial electrician, the level of knowledge that you have to have across so many different areas, uh, especially if you're subbing like I was for many years, like one day you'll be doing float switches. You might uh, next week, you might be on a job doing just standard BMS and another job. You might be doing an old manor house somewhere. They look like, and I think it's fantastic. All the stuff that we get to look at, especially doing like and even yourself you're getting to get this wealth of knowledge that you just can't really get anywhere else like if you're how like i'm doing house bashing now and customers always end up talking to you ask you like a bit about your history and that and it's like i always say you can go from being a commercial industrial electrician to house bashing but you can't really go the other way can you well you can but it takes a huge amount more effort doesn't it yeah, but I, I, I could go and work next to any house basher, n not any house basher. Oh, you mean in, work next to me within, on the side? Within a, within a few days. Within, say, a month. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You struggle. You would struggle to just hang up your house bashing tools and go and get on a train, go uptown, and just take any job that comes. It's, in any instrumentation, there's just niche on niche on niche. And like, it's, you're it's just never ending. To it. It's just bonkers. <laughs> like, you flow me, it's like you're doing. I used to do a lot of weighing. Like weighing, weighing's a real niche. That's what you're putting 25 grams of Chris into a bag or whether you're bagging up, I don't know, a ton of cement. We used to have this mad thing called, um, have you ever heard of in-flight compensation? No. So, you know, if you've got a bag of crisps and you're dropping crisps into it and you're weighing the bag and you need to put 25 grams of crisps in the bag, when do you tell the crisps to stop? Yeah. Because oh, so you've you, got to compensate. So you've got to say stop to half a second before. So if you imagine this, say, let's say it's a fucking, let's say it's a, 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 you're weighing concrete dust, it's coming out of a pipe or water that's coming out of a pipe. When you stop the water, some of the water's in flight, hence the name in-flight compensation. So you need to know what's in flight, which is incredibly hard to achieve. So you stop. Yeah, but you don't need to know that as an installer. I would. I used to do process engineering, so I did. But I, we then used to have to get another specialist in to deal specifically with it. Because if you put half a gram extra in a bag of crisps, that means a lorry drives down the road illegally because it's overweight. So, like, weights and measures are a massive thing. I'm sure Steve will say, like, when you're putting in chlorine and stuff, if you meant to dose something with a certain amount of chemical, it's got to be right. And yeah, we, just calibration is a crazy bag. You can have like lime to a conveyor belt, say the slope won't get into it. But if you 
if they're sort of um, dealing with sludge and they're adding lime to the sludge, you know, to treat it and that, you know, there is a lot of weighing for that one for the process of the lime, but two, you're not overloading the belts and there's, there's a lot of calculations made off how much lime you're putting into some sludge and stuff like that. So, yeah, there is a lot of scat measurement going on. And obviously, like and something like chlorine, not enough, you don't have clean water. Too much, you kill an entire river full of fish. Yeah, or so you, can get... take out a, you can take out a local village. Yeah, you've yeah. got... The, <laughs> And this is again with flow metering, like we do, they all control dosing. So, if yeah, yeah, and I say if it's doing 100 litres a second, for example, it will put X amount of chlorine in, and it's know. got to be correct. It's got you know, you are you are risking lives, it's, you've got to you've got to be right. I did a sewage farm that was being built next to an existing sewage farm from the 40s, and there was a flag. and The guy goes, That's the chlorine alarm on the flag. When that alarm goes off, look at the flag and run the opposite way to what no, what is it? The opposite way to what is blown yeah. into it. So yeah. look at the flag. If and whichever way that's blown, run the other way because chlorine will just kill you on it like dead. Bosh. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, it this, just this, sits this. on the ground. It's heavy. <laughs> gives me, gives me yeah, I don't really know what you're talking about. But someone's put <laughs> is complex calls the same thing. No. Yeah. Complex is the Steve complex is the requirements of a, so a motor would be complex rated. To fit in an ATEX zone, I think I'm right. Is that right? I think you're right in saying that. I'm not. I'm not ATEX um, qualified. So um, complex is a set of standards that things are manufactured to, and, and designed ATEX, to, and designed to. Yeah, and ATEX is the regulation the for explosive atmospheres. It's French. It's atmospheres or something. And complex is the same. It's all French. Don't ask me why, but they're all com. I can't remember what it is, but they're all they're all French terms. But yeah, complex ATEX. If you're talking hoovers and vacuums, it's the same kind of area people are using those words. So I've got yeah. a question, Steve. Mm -hmm. I had to go on this mission to find true IP68 boxes, and yeah. I found them. And I wonder, do you guys use Prately boxes on the waterways? Prately boxes? Not always, no. But do you use them? We will use, I think, we'll use IP68, but um, I don't know what the sort of the branding is. I had to go on this mad mission to find a true IP68 box. Not this bullshit where you get the whisker one, you fill out with the stuff. Not that, a true IP68 box. I think oh, the ones, oh. the easiest ones we find are, and they're expensive, but it's RS components. Okay. You, you will find, you'll pay for it, but if you want it, you've got to, you've got to pay for it. But you're getting into that, you're getting into that world where it's expensive. It's not the stuff you can just get off the shelf from the wholesalers and, and no. put a dome in the bottom and fit it and off you go. It's The one thing with RS is everything you buy from there, you get a documentation. Yeah. So someone it's says, all... did you do that right? I go, yeah, all the instructions are on the RS website. That's one good thing about RS. Yeah. This isn't really electrician's talk, though, is it? This do you is know what I mean? Who cares about RS components? Talk. If you can't get it in TLC, I ain't interested. So just, <laughs> just put TLC in the chat. Who can think about that whole wholesale without thinking about no scrubs? Like, <laughs> it's just not possible, is it? Lisa Left Eye. Like, yeah. Is Lisa Lofa Left Eye Lopez still only using that wholesaler or what? No, what TLC is the one, mate. They sold the Brady boxes. That's why they popped to mind. Yeah, They're the they best. Don't, they don't want I've never been scrubs. in the TLC. I've never. Um, I would say they are probably. The, them and Phase Electrical and Lamppost down in Canterbury are my favourite. Where are TLC? You know, if you Google anything, TLC's website comes up with a price. That's one exactly. Thing, aren't they? They're but really where good. Are they? They're, they're based out them. of they're based out of Crawley. They've got some mad shit graphics that look like they're done on paint on the website. They went there. It's dead yeah. low level, but it just works. It's like a nineteen eighties catalog their website. Yeah, it is definitely. But yeah, RS is is a good one if you ever want. If you need the technical backup, which I know you don't need it, but some people need the I documentation don't. to go with it. If you, if you use everything we do has to be documented. Well, if you, yeah, I've got to say, if you use a junction box on our site, you will have to supply the full set of instructions as part of the handover pack. So a lot of our work will fall into CDM work, and that's all part of the documentation, the construction design management sort of aspect of it all. It, it just becomes, uh, it, yeah, house bashing sometimes is appealing. After a day of doing that. Anyone that's ever put together a handover pack, which is all the instructions for something, you do wish you were dead when you're doing it. It's like, it could be eight, ten ring binders of cack, basically. I have not Interesting. Been, I'm not... Uh, it's just a bit different, Mr. Housebusher. 
No, do you know what it is? Like, so I've got into house bashing and I'm absolutely loving it. I'm so happy about what I'm doing at the moment. I'm so happy about the way everything's going. I literally can't imagine doing anything else right now. I am loving it that much. That there's, there's people out there that you've took like a like gear change gently gone down a bit like a bit more chilled out still got a high skill level but it's more chilled out on maybe the admin paperwork and that but they're obviously house bash out there they want to up the game and go I want to be a compact that everyone's always going up and down in the trade aren't they Passing oh mate on the way. absolutely like I've not I've not really had a direction for the, like the last 10 years I desperately wanted to be an electrician I desperately wanted to be a it's sad, but I wanted to be an agency electrician just because I had no ties to nothing. I can come and go as I please, earn 200 quid a day, and I was sweet. And then I got a wife and a child and a life, and I was like, well, that's not cutting it anymore. I need to up my game. And then, obviously, I've been treading water for a long while, and I've got myself into the house bashing side of things, and it's phenomenal. Like, I don't, I don't know what I've been doing all this time. But like, like you say, Jamie... Just being a house basher eventually will not be enough for me. Like, yeah, I say I'm specialising in just turning up because most people don't. But the ability to specialise is truly where every single electrician listening to this podcast needs to go. Unless you've got, unless you've got like three or four geezers working for you, earning the money for you. If you just want to be a one man band, or you just want to be your own guy, you really, or or even working for someone. If you're just a bang standard electrician working for a company, you're you're only really going to ever earn forty grand a year. Who could, who could do? I'm not knocking people who've done this because there are people who've done it. And I know it's popular in the like in the in the years gone by. Who could do the job they started when they left school for the rest of their working life? Like I've been diving around oh. all over for twenty years, like, and I've really enjoyed it. I've got a lot of stuff out of it, but. I mean, if you want to ask Bash every day you work in life, great, but fucking hell, man. I'd... It's unlikely. But what I'm saying is if you want, like if you are just PAYE and you're just a, a, a standard electrician, you're never got that money is never gonna go up. It's always gonna be relative to being a bang standard electrician. And like Jamie says, if you go and specialise, you'll see that double quite quickly. Mm, I, I, I I agree. And I think you'll also get satisfaction from your job. Yes, continuing it, it will continue. And the thing is, with me, it it opens different doors. So now I will specialise in flow. Well, now I will be asked to teach flow and present flow, and into all the and it just opens different avenues of doors. And as an apprentice at sixteen, I didn't think at nearly forty I'd be stood in, on a stage talking about flow to people that are interested oh, you in do it. That, do you? Come on, I do, do, yeah, as, do you, you've never, you, as I would say, then you've never mastered anything till you've talked, talked, taught it. So yeah, tell us about that. That sounds interesting. Well, so that, yeah, so it, it's come about really through sort of my mentors and stuff like that. So I've been, I've, I've always, I think I've always been very lucky to have good mentors along my journey and I've, mm. I'll always be grateful for them people to put me where I am. And a lot of them have progressed in front of me where and they've gone down sort of this route and the present uh, the, the talking about the flow and teaching it is one it's giving it back because people need to learn as well someone's mm -hmm. taught, took the time to teach me so i'll take the time to teach someone else but then it just naturally rolls into you suddenly presenting to people and you're at conferences and you're talking about that as well there is the benefit as well because you get to meet more customers and you get to talk and you meet different people that opens doors um, but it does allow that sort of knowledge building as well because you've got to know the stuff to talk about it. So you don't want to stand on stage and be a bit like, because the problem with that is the only people that are going to come and watch you talk about that are people that fucking know what they're on about or want to know what they're on about or into it. So you like, you really are setting yourself up for a massive fall. If you crash and burn on stage. Exactly. Like yeah, it is. So it's definitely a progression of a career. Um, and it's just the way it's it's led me. It's not something I've planned to do. Someone put, why are you bashing? Why can't you do it more carefully? <laughs> bashing. <laughs> Where did house bashing come from, that nickname? I never know. There's two that I know of, and they're both not, they're both not about like delicacy. One's cottage walloping and one's house bashing. I, don't know <laughs> I never get where it's come from. Um, um, what's, I what's don't that, know. What's that regulation on the wall behind you? Is, it's either the Electricity Work Regulation or the Factories Act. It's the Factory Act. Yes, I'm such a geek. <laughs> such... I found it in a skip. 
Long story. Big, I knew we yeah, how happy Jamie would have something like that in his in his office right now. He'd I've be got so one. Happy with that. Look, look, wait there. I've got this one. I've got this mouth to mouth breathing. That's like an M sign. And I'll just show you a really good one. Actually, this is this is well off topic. Wait there. It's such a child. I, I rescued this from a substation that was built in the nineteen nineteen ten. Oh, look at that! So that is are you, even you like it. Look. So this one, look. This was built in 1910, and this is the second edition of the electrical safety rules, 1955. And then what's really good about it, why I say this? Wow. You see the resuscitation on there? That's how to resuscitate your mate when he gets electric shocked. The guy's wearing a flat cap, and he's wearing a He's bumming him, to be fair, though. And That's what you do, because the old CPR, you didn't press on the chest. You won't, You brought their arms in like that. And it tells you that. And if you cut, if you fill for a minute, I'll read you a quote on here, yeah? I know it's on it. It basically says something like treatment, um, drinks. This is this is genuine. This. this is the second edition from 955, the electrical safety regulations for distribution. So DNOs, it says drinks. Drinks must on account only be administered unless the patient... Drinks of alcoholics, this is referring to, should only be administered when the patient is fully conscious. <laughs> That's what they say. Like, if someone's had an electric shock... When you bring them back round and they're fully comfort, conscious, give them alcohol because that's what they did. And it's got some. There's something about cigarettes as well. So like, offer them a cigarette to see. If nice. Think of it, yeah. See, so yeah, I love all that shit. I love all that shit. Like I love like something like that. That's proper turn of the century stuff. That's exciting. Do you that's know what I mean? like the insurance behind me. Lot. I don't know if anyone's noticed my set. Um, I've got I've got a lava lamp today for my set. Does anyone know that lava lamps take three hours to get going? Yeah, they I, do. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't before I bought one, but um. I love all these old instruments and stuff. They they fill me with joy. They're like made brilliant, Jamie. Geezer. It's not what's your what's that geezer's name? Oh, it don't matter. Time team geezer. Um, listen, my brain is so fried today. It's like, are we going to do a quick? I know we're on to show. We're going to have a bit of a. Are we going to talk about Sparky Fest twenty twenty five? It's oh, not definitely. a thing. It's not. Yeah, a thing. It it's not be. a thing yet. It's not a thing yet, is it? All right, listen. I've been toying. Josh with Hume's put nine ninety nine, and we can use that to rent a pitch of the campsite. So I have been toying with the idea of putting on some sort of show slash, um, you know, like Alex slash with a um, festival type thing. But I would never go to a festival, but I know it'd be popular. I think, here's my concept, yeah, for this, right, is we find a campsite that takes caravans, tents, and has got a hotel nearby that's central in the UK, and then we just book, you either book a hotel, a caravan, or a campsite pitch. And then every night we'll just have a fire and get smashed up. Probably do it on the, on the same day that the one of the shows you hate the most, just to see who goes to the which one. Oh, mate. It's, <laughs> listen, I'm into well, going to what... Alex next week. It's next week, isn't it, Alex? Are you going? I'm no. meant to go in. I probably won't go. I, I want to go, but I don't. I, it falls on a day where I've got two quite big jobs booked in. So I I don't know. I don't. I I want to meet people. It's interesting. Like people who come in, I'm like, oh, I, I just don't. It's not my bag. I don't want to go there with a load of manufacturers trying to sell me shit. But yeah, but it's not really that. You just get like you'll see other other um, people there, and you just have a chat. Really, you just walk around going, that's shit, that's shit. Oh, that's quite good. And then you just end up chatting to people all day. What we've identified is there is nowhere to meet up that's not a trade show, and we think there should be. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like, really. No, but we it's don't. But, we're toying with. But would you like there, something like that one day, like a Sparks Fest 2025 or something like that? Is that something, Josh? Can well, you say? Well, we could say like right, Brighton. Everyone book a hotel in Brighton, and on two nights we'll have a meet up on the Saturday and Sunday night we'll have a meet up, something like that. Why not Margate? Well, because apparently it's a shit up. <laughs> <laughs> and Brighton, ain't. <laughs> Well, like, anywhere, like, we could, like, pick someone like Matlock Bath. That's a nice little quaint town. Like, it's got every every kind of accommodation you could want from B&Bs to hotels and all that. And then you just go, right, then we'll meet up in the pub, and then we, we'll rent the function room in the pub, and we'll do this podcast live from that pub on the Sunday night with people there. <laughs> so there's our asset, yeah? You go on the Friday, you get set up, you get settled in, whatever, yeah? Some people can meet up in the pub. Then we have an official meeting on the Saturday night in a pub somewhere. You can do what you want on the day. And then on the Sunday night, we do the podcast live from the back room of a pub on 5G. 
Well, we don't need to because everyone will be there. We don't need to put online. As Libo uh, uh, Azuri Electrical says tech talks are good. But listen, bro, they're not good. Like, they might be good, but we're not going to a boring-ass tech talk to have it have it up. Do you know what I mean? This is this is the bits of the this is if you watch a David Savory video where he goes to a trade show, this is all the bits he likes, just basically the drinking. Yeah, none of the none of the bullshit. It's just like chat you know shop, what? not chat you, shop. Do you know what? You're actually not that far off because you'll see Savo walking about causing <laughs> trouble on this And then he goes and sits outside and just collars people walking along. He spends more time outside of the show than he does inside of the show, bitching and moaning with his mate. Um Linda, who's sitting there drinking Heineken Zero, like no, a weirdo. You, you, she just what, walks what? around all day with a Stanley tall chest <laughs> drinking Heineken Zero all What's day. What's the point? <laughs> I don't know. Alcohol free beer. Hydration's oh. key. If you're driving, there's loads of really nice drinks you can have instead. I don't get it. But yeah, that's my concept, right? I'm saying. Oh, check this out. Ben Jenkins come up with a good idea. The only way you can top the carnage of the other week's podcast is to do it with a live audience. This is what now, I'm saying. that's not a bad shout. I just said that, you fucking cock, and like, we'll do it on Spotify. You'll need a legal team with you. Yeah, no, get- but like, we could we could rent somewhere and then do it live. Did I not just say that five minutes ago? Do I need to listen to the <laughs> Do I need to listen to this podcast back? You go on the, you go on the Friday, we have a meet on the Saturday, then on the Sunday we do the podcast live from a pub function room. That's what we I'm saying. We ain't going to do it on a Sunday. You've got to do it on a Saturday because ain't no one trying to get pissed on a Sunday. So what? So what? So we all go to Matlock on a Friday. Then we have a meet up in the afternoon. Then we do the podcast. Matlock. Where's I'm, Matlock? That sounds like somewhere up in Scotland. I'm just offering a location because it's a subject to change. That then we do the podcast live on the Saturday night. Is that what you're saying? We should well, definitely think about people it. Try and clamber over That'd us. Be good. If I tell you what, if we if we get like if the show gets a bit bigger and we actually have a fan base, what do you mean a bit bigger? We're fucking massive in the sparky world, mate. No, no. But what I'm saying is, if we actually had a fan base, I would be so down for that. Let me pull these numbers up. It's not a swinging event. If anyone thinks it's that, yeah, don't don't get it twisted. That's not what it is. Yeah. What did you say? What did you say, Steve? We do it combined it like an 80s themed at Butlins one weekend for full carnage. Well, to be honest, most like people in this parties. show, most oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we can we can also hijack another event, can't we? Yeah, so that we can hijack another event and use that. So we're open to suggestions. So, I, do you know what? I, I'm really feeling that. Um, the electrician's podcast live, but you know, if we hijack, you know, if we hijack another event, we should hijack something where they wouldn't expect it, like a steam rally. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> you know what I mean? All I know, something... For a product no, we should definitely... Do you know what? We should definitely book it for an Alex and then just do it near Alex so everyone comes. Mate, you won't, even go up, you won't even go up against Efix on a live, never mind go up against Lex on, a, on an actual meetup. What are you talking up. about? We can't beat Efix. They've got a massive fan base, way bigger than us. I didn't say we could beat them. I just said we, should, we could go up against them. And you went, oh, no, I don't want to upset anyone. <laughs> when did I say that? You did. Was you on travel lot or something? I don't know. I'm on travel doll now. Uh, we, we could do a meet. We got we got two and a half thousand views last week, which is which is, took us about two. We oh, we've got two two thousand views. Two point two. I think we may have. When did we get two point two? Now I'm looking lying, at live round. I've just uploaded it. We, we, John obviously kicked it off. Yeah, John took it above two thousand. Right. All right. Big show for us. Last week we did two and a half thousand. We could definitely rent the whole of Butlins. And we'll get um, we'll get some celebrity sparkies down there. You know what I mean? We'll rent some. Yeah, listen, I think we've actually stumbled across something I'm very excited to do. If like, I don't think we've got enough of a fan base to do it. You need you need like you need 50 maybe people. fifty people. Nah, you need a hundred people really. What I'm saying is, if it's if it's another event, you talk, talking fifty people. You can't talk to fifty people. It's too many as it is. Plus, they'll bring the hangers on like the wives and shit, or whatever. If you have a weekend of it, because. Two and a half thousand people. You've only got to get one percent of them to turn up, and you can have a rave up. You probably get there comment, if John answers the question. If he answers it live, that's how comment you below. Comment below if uh, one for do it or two you're out of your mind. I think it's got to be a weekend because if we're gonna have a meet up, asking people to meet up at a pub for a night and get a hotel is like a bit. It's, you're not going to spend a lot of time with people you might want to meet. Whereas if we say it's a weekend in a, in a location, people can meet with people they know, all meet up together and do that. It's, I don't know where this idea has come from. Can anyone remind me? It, but it, it seemed to gain traction on Instagram this week as a thing. 
Why? What is? Just the con. I think I said for a joke, Sparky Live 2025 or something. And then when did you say that? I said it on Instagram this week, so I said, oh, that's a good idea. No, you didn't. We said it just about an hour ago. No, I said it on Instagram this week in a story. People were messing with me. Why are you lying? I'm not like, I'm <laughs> fucking messing with it. Why are you fucking, you knob? I thought it started about a car boot and a rave. I don't yeah, know yeah, but I... someone said to me in the week as well. And that's, oh. what, that's where the joke comes from. So like, I think if 20 people turn up, that would be a result for 2025. So, yeah. I, I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I would definitely love to do a, a live show um, and maybe like... But get smart, won't we? Hey? Someone is bad to jump on the stage and twat one of us. No. But yeah. Someone get beat up quick. I don't play like that. We need to hijack another event. I think that's the way forward. We just hijack. No, no I don't want to hijack an event. I want to do it ourselves and just be like, like go there, chat. Like maybe a couple of sofas on stage, couple What's drinks the, going. I know you don't What's want to hijack the of your shed. I think that's a good idea. Um. Maybe get a couple of us in. I know you don't want to hijack another event, mate, but we can barely afford two microphones to go on the road live. Never mind rent a fucking campsite in a hotel. You know what I mean? So no, I'd put some money into it. I would. We could charge £10 a ticket. That's fair. What, you could get accommodation all week have a £10 a ticket? I'll have 20 tickets, mate. Fuck that. <laughs> York. What about York? That's a nice place to go. On the train. Easy to get to. No, I mean, don't let us do all the ideas. You come up with some. I'd look at the chat, but I'm not in it. But yeah, if anyone's Listen, got the idea... What do you mean? It's my idea. I've copyright the name. I'm going to buy the website now. Hang on. But, yeah, but I'm not going to call it Sparky Fest. Oh. It's Electrician's Podcast Live, you idiot. No, it's not. It's called Sparky Fest. No, it's not, because it's a, it's, a, it's us doing a podcast live. They come to the theatre to watch it. Yeah, and then, the and then we now, go out and have it. it. We yeah. up, We're going to do an arena. We're, we're doing an arena tour. We're doing... Can you, um, can you not hire out Forest Ground? I don't know anyone that can pull some strings. Yeah, I, come on. We're just going to the... pay for it, bruv. Have you ever heard the phrase, I don't shut my own doorstep? Take, oh, yeah. I work at, I work at a football club, and what we're doing is we're going to rent it for the weekend for a fucking 50 sparse when I smash the we'll place do up. Do it in Notts County, then. Just up the road. It'll I fun. work there at all of a friend. No. <laughs> so I know them as well. But, yeah, um, if anyone's got any ideas, I think it'd work. Even if it's just a meet-up, I think it's got legs. No, not we're not just doing a meetup. If we do it, we're going to do it properly, and we're going to do it all guns blazing. We're going to do like an on stage thing where we ha where we have a show. The a only way you could show. do it, the only realistic way I see you doing it yet at the minute, and this is genuine to make it worthwhile, is if when CF Live is next on, we rent a function room in a nearby hotel. That's not a bad <laughs> shout. So we we're booking no, the hotel. What, what you saying? We can't do a standalone one. Like a couple of years. Oh, we just literally, we, we, we go down to the next CF Live and just do it in the car park and see rocks up, like completely renounced. That's the hijacking. But if if people are going to CF Live anyway, it's a big show, they said. It's, people said it takes two days to get around it. People won't mind getting a hotel for the night. Then on that evening, we could do it in a hotel function room. That's the, that's, that's not a bad shout. I'm just, but CF Live's not till next year. Yeah, but you think we're going to fucking come... Uh, we've only got one mic each for a start, so we have to get some of them. So, like, it does take a bit of admin. It would take a bit of admin to do a live Yeah, but show. you get it, show, you get it sponsored. I like Verso would probably lay it on. Or, or CA, they would lay it on. And then, because like, we wouldn't have to fund it out of our own pocket. It gets sponsored and stuff. Yeah, we've still got to provide the equipment to do a show, haven't we? We still need... Then at K Electrical, about Sparky Panto, Dame Sam, Libby, you know? Right. They see see they reckon CF lives next year. I am saying that is the solution. The middle I of do it now. Show. Well, we can't do it now because we're on the doing a podcast. But yeah, I'm saying that that's so, so far the best idea we got. We'll rent a function room near the NEC. We'll tell people what hotel it is, and then we'll bash it out. I think this is a very good idea. You've heard it here first. Sparky Fest 2025. Sparky Fest. Sounds like an ice cream. Sparky. That's crazy. We need to get some voice of a Sparky Fest and all that. So, yeah, if anyone can help us out with that or give us an idea or got any good ideas, let us know. In the meantime, we're going to try and save up for four microphones at least. I need to. <laughs> and right. The only thing we do need is security. We don't need security. You're such a pussy. That's what this is a real reason you won't go to these things because you gob off you gob off on, on Instagram and you go there and you're shook to go there. Yeah, but they'll go for you, won't they? First, because you're squidgier. Oh, listen, I'll punch up anyone. Don't worry about oh, that. That's what we need to protect the audience from you. I got banned 
from Twitter this week for saying I punched up a cyclist. Really? Well, yeah. you, didn't, uh, you didn't hurt any real people. What's the problem? No, I did. It, I was... I was telling a story about how I punched up a cyclist. Yeah, that's what I mean. No real people got hurt. What's the problem? I don't know. But I got I got suspended for 24 hours. No, 11 hours. 11 hours. So <laughs> random. <laughs> well, 11 hours and 20 minutes. It come up with a timer. I was like, what? Cyclist. Oh, yeah, there is. I know what's like. You know about that dickhead cyclist likes takes picture of people on the mobile phone to the police to get all excited about it? Yeah. Guy's a dickhead. I mean, I don't agree with people driving on the phones. Don't get me wrong. We all do it. Everyone does it a little bit, but I don't agree with it yet. But that cyclist who deliberately goes around recording people from their own window just so you can get an order about it, it's just too much. It would be. Right, listen. Electrician's Podcast, we're out. Sparky Fest 2025, it's happening. Mm, bye. Bye. Uh, hold on. Stop. Oh, we haven't finished yet, so I can't call him a dick. <laughs> <laughs>